it's time to catch up, Chrissy. Test, test. One, one. Syphilis. Syphilis. Hello, Matt. Good evening. I'm trying to think of something witty to say for... That should be British. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Shine your shoes, Captain. Uh, so, four weddings and a funeral. Four weddings and a funeral. So Did we, not we, love it as much as I thought I was no. going to. Yeah, we went French film... And Italian film. Italian film, and then we really had to go as English as possible. You do sound so congested. Yeah. Oh I'm, my god. Really a little bit, a little bit of a cold. So either that, or it's some sort of allergic reaction to the huge plume of smoke that is <laughs> uh, we're currently living under. Yeah. yeah. But I was just reading about it in the New York Times, and, and it's frankly, it's, yeah, it's end of day stuff, and I don't want to be glib about it. It actually is terrifying. Yeah. And. Uh, we may be leaving this to the posterity of nobody yeah. because it, well, they'll aliens, burn. The aliens will find it. Well, and they'll be like, those two really had something. Yeah. <laughs> the bants. Um, so anyway, back to the movie. Four weddings and a funeral. Four weddings and a funeral. So you didn't like it. Didn't not, love it. not in particular. No. Um, I didn't love it mm -mm. on, on rewatch. This was my grandmother's, at least later in her life. Mm -hmm one of her favorite movies. Mm -hmm. uh, she was generally very amused by it. I think she liked the Britishness of it. Of course. Being an old British gal mm -hmm. herself. Um, I think she found it fairly audacious. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I just know that this was one of the few VHS that she had. And and she watched laugh. it more than once mm -hmm. um, in in her, her, her later years, in mm -hmm. her 70s and mm -hmm. so on. Um, and uh, I, I remember like being interested in seeing it for that reason but then you know I don't, it's been a long time since i've seen it and i i know i've seen bits and pieces since but i hadn't sat down and watched it from beginning to end mm -hmm. and uh yeah i didn't it didn't necessarily i didn't me. feel like i, I got to like overwhelmed by anything in it no i didn't think i got to know any of the characters not really yeah they were all just sort of like characters of that type of person yeah. we're stealing from the rewatchables here if, oh. if i ask you this question but like do you think that this would be the premise of a prestige TV show now versus the plot of a movie. No, it's not like because you can enough. hang with each one of the characters longer. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't feel like there's anything else there to know. Is the yeah. problem? They yeah. all seemed like two D representations of humans, and I also think that even like if you're going to turn it into a prestige TV show, like a 10, 10 episode Netflix series, uh, it's gonna like it was. It's it's. I would define it as a comedy. Right? It's not going to yeah. be funny if it's over 10 episodes. Yeah, it could be six, right? Yeah. Like it could be in the real British even tradition. Six. Or even yeah. four episodes. No. No, five episodes. Hard pass. Yeah. No. Uh, it also doesn't help for me that I know what a dolt Hugh Grant is. Yeah. That, it, it colors he's having, it. A, he's having a renaissance of sorts right now. He's, he's, he's playing a, a heel. Like he's finally accepting who he is. Accepting who he is. Yeah, he's playing like an older British cad mm. or like a low level criminal versus a younger British cad in Vin in Bridget Jones. Yeah. But he was, always, uh, well, not exactly wholesome, right? He had a bit of an edge to him. Um, a sexuality. Mm. Um, a lot of his early success was about him questing after lusting after somebody mm -hmm. and then humming and hawing his way through, mm -hmm. right. With his, his very British um, manner. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, installing forever. Mm -hmm. Like he never gets to the point. No. Running his hands through his beautiful locks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Surprisingly fit too, eh? Like yes. Was, yeah. With the, the rain-soaked shirt at the end. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, oh, look at that. Mm 
Yeah, he's got a full of goodies there. Great to look at. <laughs> Great to look at. Don't want to have a conversation with him. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So, um, as is our tradition. Oh, I don't want to. You didn't make a... No, I have no notes on this. I didn't like it at all. The more at I, all? No. Really? The more oh. I thought about it, the more I was like, did not. It, it like, I'm, I generally am like that, right? Where like, if I watch something and like it, then I love it 24 yeah. hours later. If I watch something and I don't like it, I hate it 24 hours later. And I don't, I would never Gosh. watch this again. Gosh, no. Sorry, no. Oh, I, I that don't, was dumb. I don't, you don't need to apologize to me. I only have so much time in my life. Yeah. You know? Do you uh, feel like... Nothing bothers me more than a, than, a, than a movie that wastes my time. God, I hate that. I really, really bothers me. Because I feel like we only have so much time on this planet. Yeah. And if I spend two hours of it watching a movie that I don't like... Yeah. Should we edit it. in Al Pacino's favorite uh, famous line from Heat here? Can you, can you make that happen? What is it? Where he says, don't waste my MF oh, time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a motto of mine. Yeah. Uh, he stole it from me. Uh, anyways, no, I, I, okay, so synopsis. I can do it if you want. Yeah, it's about, four, it's about four weddings and a funeral. It's about Hugh Grant and all of his wealthy friends. We never really find out what Hugh Grant does for a living. Or what any of them do. Or what any of them do. I think they're, they're aristocrats. All just, it, aristocratically, independently wealthy. Uh, very British. Uh, all of them are very British, but also like it's very British to have people with no jobs. And um, they just go to their friends' weddings where there's like a rotating cast of the same characters. And they're, you know, their friends like marry each other. And um, they really are main characters, Hugh Grant, who like seems to want to get married, but like, I'm not sure, has trouble committing to women. Has trouble. They call them a, they call them a serial so, monogamous. Serial monogamous. I, did this movie invent that term? Because that's like it, a term people yeah, may use. Yeah, may have done. I don't... I don't like, John Mayer is a serial monogamist. And one you could get behind. That's right. Or... In front of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, it's like, it's not a... <laughs> You're welcome. It's not a... It, I just wondered, when I when they said that, I thought, oh, is this, is this where that comes from? But um, anyways, in any case, he we follow him through meeting this beautiful American woman played by Andy McDowell and he, they sleep together. And then the next time they meet, she's engaged to somebody else. They sleep together again, uh, questionable morals all around. And then in the end, they end up together in the meantime, friends have intermarried. The first wedding we've been to has had twin babies and one of their friends, uh, passes away leading to a very touching eulogy speech that you started tearing up at before it started. Yeah. And I thought was just mediocre. Sorry. No. No. Didn't. You I can't like, like put yourself in the position of delivering a eulogy. No. I don't know. I. I no way. No. When, when, if when it, when the time comes and you've I'm got not to deliver, no, I'm not delivering your eulogy. Vincey can do it. <laughs> I'll be I'll be too much of a mess. I I, I no. I'm I'm not I'm not a eulogy giver. And I, I it was have lovely. You ever, you've never given a. I have not. No. No. I spoke at my grandfather's funeral prepared remarks it wasn't you're a writer memorized you're a writer and, and a, i think really at your heart like a speaker a speech giver not that you like to be extroverted that way but i think there's an element of you that likes sharing your writing and your writing is very good uh thank you it is good check out matt on letterboxd um but yeah it's just i know i i it was a lovely speech it's a lovely eulogy thing that the the partner did but i just thought it didn't it didn't make me cry i like the poem by Auden yes. at the end. I thought, you know what, like uh, Cynical Me thought, how many people have now used that poem at yeah. a funeral since this movie? Yeah, well, and, uh, sim uh, similarly, they, they're, um, uh, the, you know, the, the love is, uh, or what, how is it? I don't remember now, but the 13 Corinthians or whatever yes. it is that everybody uses. Yes, we like, used it too. Yeah, and yeah. They, they make fun of that yeah. uh, in the beginning, right? So mm -hmm. things become uh, overused. Yes. Yeah, perhaps. So anyway, that's the movie. 
Yeah. So what did you? And at the end, they end up together, and it's not going to last. Yeah. What, if anything, did you like? Hugh Grant's very good looking. Okay. Amy McDowell's very good looking in this, like very attractive. As my mother would say, she's not pretty, she's attractive. She's pretty small teeth. Big gums, small teeth. Didn't notice. No. Um, that's not. I, I thought she noticed. was more appealing in Groundhog Day. I don't remember. Personally, that. I've seen it, but don't remember that movie. Don't no way. I've seen it. I yeah, it can't be part of our program here, but like. Yeah. Maybe that's the next series uh -huh. is I convince you of stuff that you don't think you like, that it's better. No, it's not. No, I don't. I don't. It's not that I didn't like it. It's that it was like, mm, that was fine. Ooh. This was not, it was not like uh, on my top anything of any, anything movie wise. She's, she's more like all American wholesome right. in, in Groundhog Day. Whereas here she's like question, questionable. She's yeah. very sexual. She's very questionable in terms of what her morals or ethics are. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so that, that, uh, things I liked. Okay. Hugh Grant, very good looking. Andy McDowell, nice to look at. To be honest, they were all nice to look at. I like the Britishness of it. Like, I like the idea of this group of friends that doesn't need to work because they all have just like independent funds. Um, yeah, I thought it was like that. Like, I guess the aesthetic of it, I could appreciate. Yeah. Just the didn't care the for London the people or the plot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. This, the, the locations were nice. Yeah. And what, what, if you had to pin something down specifically you didn't like, what would it be? Hugh Grant's attitude towards everything and his indecisiveness and his lack of maturity. So there's a lack of likability. Yeah, you didn't like the main character. No, and that, and that no, colors everybody sense. for me. Yeah. yeah. And even the guy that, that died, I was like, he's kind of annoying. Oh yeah, no, he would only be fun in the context of a wedding. Of a wedding, totally. Yeah, the rest of the time. Yes. Be, uh... he, you know who he reminded me of was um, my professor from university I've told you about many times, Jeffrey Ethorn. Yeah. He was like that, where he was, he wasn't quite that, like that audacious and outgoing, but he was like a pretty out there flamboyant, individual flamboyant yeah. individual should we take a quick break and come back with some questions yes let's all right okay so we're back we are back mm -hmm. um as usual i have a series of questions i'm ready um my mommy so you initially thought that alan rickman was in this yeah i had hoped. i know you were disappointed that it really wasn't. would have saved it for me to be perfectly honest because he would have brought some i don't know acting to it okay I, I don't disagree. Mm. Um, there's certainly a place like many of the actors outside of Kristen Scott Thomas, mm -hmm. um, you know, Rowan Atkinson is a familiar face. Yeah. Charlie was thrilled to see him. Charlie watched the first half of this with us. Yeah. Um, but there's no other really notable, you know, Kristen Scott Thomas and Andy McDowell. And that's pretty much and it. Hugh Grant. And Hugh Grant. Mm -hmm. um, and I felt like it was maybe wanting for some, some big name British character actors. So, Outside of Alan Rickman, mm -hmm. if you could add one person, would it have been? I'm ready. Um, Emma Thompson as somebody's like slightly older sister mm -hmm. who's really jaded about love and the whole thing. Yeah, that would be good. Or a young Kate Winslet, say, constantly getting overserved. Yeah, um, and railed. And and okay. That would, been, <laughs> that would have been funny. Like 19, 20 year old Kate Winslet just being yeah. a total slut and being like, I'm going to all these weddings and I'm going to sleep with every guy there and yeah. I'm going to get totally drunk. The most successful bridesmaid ever. Yes. She's, she's somebody's little sister or little cousin. Yes. She's always there. That would be funny. Or one of the po Monty Python no. members as like a lecherous old uncle or like the one that is inappropriate. Maybe. I feel like if they remade it now. Mm -hmm. Like John Cleese would be there, mm -hmm. right? If they made it remade it in in uh, with British cast. Oh, that's a hard question. I think out of those three, I'd probably go with Emma Thompson because I think that some like dry British wit would like go with the rest of the cast and not point out the lack of acting quite as yeah. specifically. 
But I mean, all of those would be great additions, to be I honest. See, Kristen Scott Thomas, um, I found her very appealing in this, even though she's a cigarette smoker. Which yeah, I, weird like, for like, you. Ugh. Yeah. But um, I think she's very beautiful. And I yeah. thought that she carried herself very mm. well. And like, did you see it coming that, that it was Charlie yes. that she was in love with? Immediately. Yeah. Immediately, as soon as she said, I'm in love with one man and I and he'll never I thought, oh, it's clearly Hugh Grant. Yeah. Yeah. Did you not see it coming? No. No, oh. actually I didn't. Uh not initially. Right. I thought I thought maybe it was like some older guy that was gonna yeah. show up in the last act. I didn't think it would be And she apparently uh, just gets over that, by the way. That was a little brush under the rug. Well, I don't think she did though, because on his wedding day she's still sort of looking at him like with a little bit of desire. And I think that she's fully aware mm -hmm. as they all are that his marriage to Henrietta mm -hmm. slash Duckface mm -hmm. is going nowhere. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, this is cute that you're doing this. Mm -hmm. and we've, we've conned you into being on time. That was something else that bothered me about him, frankly, mm -hmm. is that he's never on time for I anything. It's like, we live our lives by a strict code. The bell rings and you're supposed to be where you're supposed to be. Yeah. You don't get to sleep through your alarm. No. Like, I don't know what that, kind By of the a... way, it was set for 9 a.m. Yeah. Like, what time did you go to bed that you can't get out of bed at 9 a.m., you loser? Yeah. Is he like a gigolo, yeah. maybe? I don't know. Maybe. Like, we don't know what I he mean, does. But he him. is a roommate. Yeah. Like, he's not doing that well. No, I don't they know. They have a London flat, which means they're doing well, but he's a roommate, which well, means they're no. not. I mean, you can get flats in London that, I mean, it's like, it's like New York City, right? You can find an apartment to live in there. Yeah. But, um, no, I just assumed because it doesn't seem like he has a job. I don't know. None of them yeah. seem real. None Anyways, of them seem Next. Okay. Uh, we've already touched on it, but uh, Hugh Grant, do you, do you see the appeal? Uh, to him as a human, sure. Getting to know him in this particular film, no. I found him more appealing in Bridget Jones, even though he plays a lecherous cad in that movie. In this one, it's like he's pretending to be a respectable man, mm -hmm. and he's actually just his British Jones or his Bridget Jones character. Yeah, yeah. Is do you like Bridget Jones better as a film? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean. I like it, so yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did not like this. And generally speaking, do you can you think of another role of his that you liked? I can't think. Uh Notting Hill, is he in that? Yeah, yeah I think I liked him in that. About a boy. That I think this all has more to do with the female lead actors, the actresses I'm realizing. Because I like Julia Roberts and I like Renee Zellweger. And I can't think of any other movies that he's been in. No. No. I'm like I've seen About a Boy. No. No. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. I kind of tapped out early on Hugh Grant. Yeah. yeah. Well, then he kind of went away for a while. Well, yeah. Right. There was mm -hmm. and, like the the Liz Hurley thing, and mm -hmm. then like that that really was, I think, made his uh, fame even more, even more of an A lister. Yes. yes. And then there was the scandal. Yes. And the Jay Leno thing, and the what Jay Leno thing? Jay Leno. He came on Jay Leno. He came on the Tonight Show. So like after the prostitute thing. Oh. And Jay Leno was like, "What the hell were you thinking?" And right. made it all go away. Oh. Right. They just sort of like now. I don't know how that would get handled. I don't know if he would be villainized or or what. He'd be villain. Okay, let's let's think about this. I think he'd be villainized for like cheating on his partner, but he would, but it would not be as bad as it was because if he was caught with a transgendered hooker, there would be like more sympathy and be like, oh, yeah. maybe he's gay. Like they, like I don't know. I feel like it would be spun differently in the media. That's a great segue to something else I wanted to talk about, which is that it's very clear when this movie was made. It was not made now because the gay characters are like introduced as each other's close friends. Yeah. And even though everybody knows what's going on and they're not ever invited as a couple to the weddings. And like, it just seemed very, 
But the movie's very the movie's very open to them being a couple. Like the mm, movie's not. No, I, I don't would, think the movie's in the closet about homosexuality. I, think I do. It's a reflection of the society that it's depicting. I think it's a reflection of the society it's depicting, and it's in the closet at least partially because you never see them kiss. You never see them hold hands. You see them sort of nuzzle each other, and you're supposed to assume they're a couple from that. But I wasn't 100 percent sure until the dude walked up to do his eulogy. I absolutely think this movie's in the closet, at least partially. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I, I see it differently. Well, I mean, what was this, 90, 93? Um, yeah, I think so, 93 okay. 94. So, like, at that point, nobody was ready to see two men kiss on screen. No. No, right? certainly not. No. no that, that was it was taboo it's not uh it's certainly not out of the closet but like everybody Maybe everybody standing that, in the doorway everybody that knows gareth and matthew mm -hmm. characters knows they're a couple yeah and is fine with it and nobody has a problem again with it. indicative of the time but i think that the movie itself if it wasn't in the closet we see them in their home but why don't they kiss is it depicting two men who are closeted or is it being no. closeted about their it's homosexuality? Being, no, no no it's being closeted about their homosexuality interesting absolutely because i wasn't 100 percent sure Ooh. i was like are they just close friends i'm confused okay yep next um what do you think was the funniest bit in the movie there was a couple of things that stood out to me um please talk about them to give me time to think about that question <laughs> so there's the fumbling priest that played was the, by Ron yeah, that was the funniest part right absolutely lydia john hibbert yeah. lydia jane <laughs> the um, look on Ron atkinson's face during that yes. is just perfect yes yeah uh right 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 um the uh hugh grant being stuck in the room while the bride and groom are having would have uh, been more sex. would have been more funny if charlie hadn't been in the room while that was <laughs> happening i was like oh poor charlie's gonna be so uncomfortable with this it was all the noises too. Uh, yeah. Like it was all <laughs> yeah because there was no like no nudity or anything no but it was also how the groom was like moving his like whipping his head back and forth i was like who does that maybe he's having a seizure i don't know i think it was so farcically silly yes that we may have bought charlie a couple of extra years of virginia <laughs> Which you decided is a good thing. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to have grandkids. Until no, I'm no. In my sixties, no. thank you very much. Um, and the child's getting his braces off, so like, wait till so the girls start lining up now. I know. Um, other funny bits would be. I don't know. I can't. Think. No. Maybe, maybe, is it funny when Henrietta punches him out in the? Maybe. In the church. A little bit. Right? Like in a vengeful <laughs> kind of a way. Yeah. Not in. A, I'm gonna laugh at loud. Oh, and the 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 drunk in the uh, in the lounge of the uh, of the inn who thinks he's got a shot with. Oh Andy yeah, Adele. and she's like, no, yeah, no, yeah, that was pretty funny. So it comes down to the priest or the sex scene. No, it's the priest. Yeah, it's Rowan Atkinson all over the place. You think the sex scene though, don't you? Well, I the sex scene I found funnier this time because mm. I'd forgotten about it because I I'd seen the Rowan Atkinson bit right more recently. Like mm. I've seen this movie in bits and pieces fairly recently on cable or whatever. Mm. So I remembered him fumbling his way through it and thinking that was very funny and that was a big coup i think because mr bean was like that was the height of his popularity i love him i think black adder was come and gone mr right. bean was really humming along yeah. and then oh like, my god there he is yeah. and um yeah that would that's a pretty big guest appearance um and i think that really hit but i think the sex scene is probably funnier with especially with hugh grant's like mannered yeah, oh, oh god what am i gonna do when he ends up in a closet yes yeah like it's just oh there it is found it yeah, yeah. That. The, the punchline on that is funnier yeah should you take a quick break and come back with the rest of your questions sure okay 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 hit me with the next one um just it made me think of uh we call it our summer of weddings oh you remember god. our summer of weddings it was a year of weddings and yes most of them were in the summer and it was absolutely brutal 
if we were like at one point in our lives, we in were the year of 2007, we were roughly the same age as what was being depicted here. Yes. Um, if and we had, his cronies. do you remember how many weddings it was? Nine. I yes. Think? Nine weddings. And one was ours. Yeah. We had, we had one in January. We had ours in April. We had like two in June, two in July, two in August. There's one in May too. Oh my God. Yeah. It was, a it big... was so much money. Yeah. Remember how expensive it was? Yeah. Just the traveling and the dresses and the, and I wasn't in any of these weddings either. Neither were you. We were guests. We yeah. were guests in all of them. And, uh, and the gifts, because you like to give a nice wedding gift. Oh, I think it's important. I know you do. I think just in generally. I know you, you're like, very generous. I don't like the notion of like cheaping out a budget. On, yeah. Like, uh, no. You're a $50 friend. Yeah. Like, or you're a hundred dollar friend yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, it was a, that was a busy summer, but we were young and had no responsibilities and no children. And we're like desperately in love with each other and newly married. So we made it all work. Yeah. yeah. I wore a suit and mm. you wore different dresses. Mm -hmm. I don't think you wore the same thing over and over again. I didn't. I wore a different dress to every single one. Yeah. I think maybe I doubled up on a dress once and it was because it was two different groups of friends. I think I wore the same dress to Amber's as I did to Amy's, yeah. but then yeah, that was it. Yeah. yeah. We didn't have any, there's no like zany, hilarious stories from any of those weddings. I just got drunk at all of them and you had to take my drunk ass home. I just remember like universally, none of the bridesmaid speeches were ever good. No. Not one. Not one. And frankly, none of the, none of the speeches were memorable. Like there's not one. There was one memorable speech and it was at our wedding. Yes. So. Yes. Shout out Brian. Yeah. Who. I don't listen to this. Yeah. He's probably too busy, but if he ever gets around to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Best, gave, best, just the. The best man speech to end all best man speeches. Well, the, what was best about Your dad's it? speech was really good, too. Yeah. Top 10. Yeah. The Always 10. a winner. I asked him for that top 10 list. Did you get it? No, like I asked oh. him to give a top 10 oh, list. Oh, I didn't know because that. Because he'd done one at my cousin Michelle's wedding, mm -hmm. which I... Do you remember what number one was? I do. I don't remember anything else. On, on the R top 10 yes. list was... Did it have something to do with Britney Spears? Yes, it was It was showing our family that, yes, Britney Spears is a true artist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was great. Yeah. It was great. It still makes me laugh. Yeah, I thought the, another funny one, and I'm just remembering it now, is that learning that ux is a universal That's uh, right. prefix. Prefix, yeah. Ux pool, you... experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the summer of weddings. It just yeah. that, that This movie reminded me of that yes. sort of carefree time in our life and then it just it's funny how quickly that evaporated i think it's because i have a very small pool of friends yes and we all got married in the same three-year yeah spot yeah so it's like everybody got married and did that and now i don't know like nobody's into a second marriage nope. uh that we well, maybe one that well, we've attended but um who uh are we saying names on microphone sure uh lola right wasn't that the oh, same oh yes you're same right summer? yes Lindsay. yes she did you're right uh yes that was one of the weddings that summer and then yes, you're right. She doesn't have ones. a new. That was one of the last ones. New partner. Um, but you know, it's funny. I was thinking about that the other day about how when we because the summer of weddings happened in our 30s or in our 20s. Sorry. And I remember us saying our 30s are going to be where everybody has kids, and our 40s are going to be like the, the decade of divorce. And while that is true for friends we have made since then, none of the friends except for Lola that summer have split up. Yeah, and we were 100 on Team Lola there. Oh yeah, she. Duh, made a good choice. I'm glad she's out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's just, it's a. Uh, probably another person that's not listening to this. Probably. But just in case she is. Yeah. Or does one day. Yeah. Um, anyways, it's just interesting that, like, that's how that all panned out. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, the uh, the notion of, like, commitment phobia, people. Do you know anybody in your life? I think that's past. That's commitment phobic. No, I think that's, like, a thing. So people that we called commitment phobic back then are now just, like, 
independent people with their own sexual lives. You know, like they're just people that are like hooking up on Tinder to get their jollies off, but are perfectly happy being single. We don't call them commitment phobic anymore. We tell, call them like in charge of their own sexual identity. Yeah, sex positive. Yeah, sex, exactly. I think that's probably a good thing in society that we've moved past that. Like, why do you have to have a partner? I just, I've never, I don't think we know anybody that's like really like no. in relationships all the time, but then pulls a shoot. No. Which is what Hugh Grant is supposed to be, right? Yes. It's like the, he gets to the one yard line, but he can't bring it into the end zone. Like yeah. He, he, you know, punch. That's a terrible analogy. analogy in there. Good one. But it, it's uh, like I've never, I've never known anybody that was that was like I knew people that we've known people that waited a long time to get married. Yep. You know, took their time with it, or people who've like staunchly committed to never getting married. Yes. Right, and like <clears throat> will partner forever, yeah. or you know, or kept happy being common law or whatever. But nobody that's like, oh, I really like this girl. This is great. No, I hate it. I'm yeah. not, I can't do it. I can't do it. What about my other options? Yeah. Or what really if she's the wrong that. one? Yeah. Yeah. Which like, I, I honest truth here is that like, I never had that thought for a no, split second. Me either. Like from, from the moment I decided to propose to you, mm -hmm. I considered us married. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, it's, that was, that was the big obstacle, the big hurdle. And that wasn't even a big hurdle mm -hmm. for me personally. I, I was pretty sure of yeah, me too. What I wanted. Me too. At that ripe old age of 25. Yep, ditto. Me too. It's funny because my mom talks about how she was at the top of the aisle and thought, what if this is the wrong decision? And I thought, oh, well, divorce is a real thing. Yeah. Like, whatever. And I think that a lot of people go into it thinking. Well, this is it. Like, commitment phobia in yeah. the era of easy divorce yeah. makes no, no sense. sense. No sense. Like, just commit. Yeah. Right? Like, you're not. Unless just, they've got, like, a, a bloodborne illness that you're about to get from yes. them or something. Yeah. Um, like, what do you, what are you really worried about? Yeah. You know, I, I, I would be, I could see being like commitment phobic in the sense of like having a child with somebody. If once you were married to them, you felt like, whoa, Ooh, maybe I've yeah. made a good idea. Maybe this isn't a great decision. Right. Cause then you say, like, I don't want to, I don't want to further this commitment by committing people that haven't even, don't even exist well, yet. And to, committing myself to you for the next 18 years. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe if finances are, yeah, we're going in a weird direction tonight. Okay. Right, okay. Uh, <laughs> what they show uh, Duckface gets justice, but like, could Hugh Grant ever, that character ever? Oh, and his name's Charlie, by the way, which yes. just continues the like. There's a Charlie in every movie. We didn't realize it. Yep. And then, yeah, it turns out. Yep. Turns out what, it was a great choice for us. What would justice for what for her be? Like, could he ever make that amend, no. amends? Oh, no. So, so there's a difference between like justice and like. Um, like, she should have him killed. Resolution. Yeah. No. Is there ever resolution for Duckface and Charlie? Never. Like he should be face down in the Thames. Justice for her, <laughs> justice for her is that she married like a handsome ass soldier. Yeah. Whatever that was about. Like, no, I thought that that was, that was good. Yeah. I, I, because when they broke up, I thought, oh my God, this is like a terrible movie with a terrible ending. And he just victimizes her. What happened? Yeah. What happens to Duckface? And as everything is unraveling, when they, when he sees what's her face, Andy McDowell. And he's like, oh my Carrie. God, Carrie. Oh my God, she's separated. You know, like I just thought, I cannot fathom the way this goes that someone doesn't get hurt. I actually thought when the priest says somebody stand up and that she like drunkenly got married to someone else and therefore couldn't get married to Hugh Grant. And like, and then he could be like, oh, well, then I'm not marrying you. Or the confused old man who, when they asked him bride or groom, he goes, it's pretty, it's pretty yes. clear I'm neither. He stands up and goes, these two are both my yeah cousins, cousins or, or whatever yeah. yeah like it just i just thought there's no i don't think there's any way to get out of this without really hurting duckface and then that's exactly what happens mm -hmm. but then i guess in those clips you're supposed to feel better about it because she found love yeah i don't know 
Um, I'm just going to point out, this is a little bit of a brag, that the, the photo montage yes. at the end yes. of all the subsequent weddings and, and babies, babies, um, the, the hangover, they stole that. Yes. Right. The hangover. It's like, Hey, let's look at this photo album mm -hmm. right at the end the flipping through the digital camera mm -hmm. at the end of the hangover movie, which probably has aged really, really poorly. poorly. Really poorly. Yeah. wonder if Heather Graham wishes she hadn't taken her top off for probably. that one. Um, okay. And last but not least, what do you think was the best performance in the movie? Uh, the one that's in love with Hugh Grant, but Kristen Scott Thomas. Yes. Yeah, she's a, seemed she, like a real person and a real actor and getting yeah. like doing what she does. Yeah, she's throwing a hundred miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. So, um, up next, we only have a couple left. When Harry Met Sally is another romantic comedy that you have not seen. Mm -hmm. We've got Bridge on the River Kwai mm -hmm. and I think Bad Boys. We have to see how much time we have because I think that you and I might have like some time coming up, just the two of us. So maybe we should get into whatever the longest movie is, which I That'd think is, yeah. So maybe that's up next. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening, friends. Thanks as always. See Bye. you soon. Bye for now. Bye.